0: Alright. Just wanted to make sure you loved me again before we started, and I think I can tell... Did you come that, to a conclusion? That glimmer in your eye says, I, I, I really tolerate him. Yeah, and tolerate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good well, thing
1: I had this cute puppy on my lap.
0: Yeah, I, you know what, I, I, I always think that way too. It's a good thing she has that puppy, or, um she'd be hitting me right now so it's
1: true but i just don't want to wake him up so i'll refrain from hitting you
0: yeah i'm sorry you know i i mean you would agree though that you're getting more pissed at me now that you you uh, you are you're yep. more you're more involved with Definitely. all like my stuff cuz you realize what a pain in the ass i am Yeah, my eyes are opened. I don't want to deal with business, so.
1: Well, it's frustrating when you sit there and you question, you know, why you're not at the level that you want to be and why this and that, whatever. But you don't put your hands and get dirty and all this other little stuff that needs to be done. You would rather lock yourself away. Yeah, because I want to
0: write a script and do that.
1: there's a bunch of other shit that needs to get done and I can't get your attention. That just so
0: unimportant compared uh, to my script. I, I'm in I'm in my uh I'm in my gallery painting. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you hear me going marvelous a bunch of times? Did
1: you throw something? Marvelous. I Marvellous thought, I thought when I was down in my office I heard you throw something after I sent you a snide email.
0: Uh I don't think so. Oh. I just I've been chasing a fly all day. Oh well that's I mean, what that uh, thud there was, was then. There's a lot of throw in the magazine so he would Get out of the light! I I got him.
1: Uh, I'm glad you can got focus him your attention. I In
0: that bathroom right now, so he's gonna. I'm just letting him slow down a little bit more, and then I'm gonna go take a few swings at him.
1: So you can't answer a couple emails, but you can chase a fly around the house.
0: Because fuck him, all right? Yeah, fuck no, yes. you. <laughs> but okay, the thing is, is there if if I could emails or or or. Questions from you or whatever th- your to-do list for me that you had, you're—they're all flies that I can—I stop at the door and go, not—not nah, right now. We—we we don't, still don't have time for you flies. You're gonna have to go and uh, ruin somebody else's chicken. What? <laughs> oh, fucking flies! I uh have uh, uh, uh certainly had you know i I've, I've had a uh, it's an interesting day i'm uh now i am now empty on uh I'm, I'm out of grandparents which i was before effectively but yeah. like i i mean i genuinely i i really am like he the last one has expired and
1: uh i never met him
0: i yeah i, I neither have i <laughs> <laughs> he but, uh he was yeah he wasn't a he wasn't great i'm sorry i you know the thing was is like i i asked myself a few years ago like what what was it that like i really just i didn't like about my it was my dad's parents and because i remember as kids we would me and my sister would piss and moan about them like you know we didn't want to go to their house we didn't want to deal with them whatever and my dad's thing was like hey they always give you money for christmas and it's like (laughs) you're right so well i gotta go work off that 50 bucks so that's let me go over to ki- to teach your kids. And, and eat ham. All right, that's fantastic. But if people
1: are shitty to you but give you money, be nice to them.
0: Seriously, it's it's like, I, and I don't, I, I just was, I never really, under, I, I didn't know. I just knew I didn't, I didn't like them. I didn't love them like the way I did my mom's parents, my grandmother and granddad on my mom's side, Jack and Jeanette. I mean, they, they weren't perfect people, but they, I, I just, I, I, I knew that they were, you know, they loved me and my sister, and they loved my mom, they loved her two siblings. Like, I, I just, I always, I realized a few years ago that it was like, I really resented how shitty they treated my dad. And... I you know your dad's parents, how yeah. shitty they
1: treated him. His yeah. his own parents. Okay. I thought maybe you were still stuck on your mom's parents treating your dad shitty.
0: No, no, no. Um No, my mom's parents I mean, I I think they were they tried as well as they could my, my parents always had a clash about, you know, in laws, I think as a lot of couples do, I think. But uh, uh yeah, I didn't I didn't find out until well, when Gene was here that time a few months ago. And she told me about, like, their first meeting between the two, uh, parents. I didn't hear what a, just of what a genuine prick my <laughs> grandfather was. I was like, good God. Like, I, I mean, it's just, but I, I hated the way they, they treated, they treated my dad like a fucking black sheep and couldn't ever just, you know, be happy that he was a good person. Because, I mean, the thing is, is my dad is flawed. Very, very flawed. As are you. (laughs) He's... And I've inherited a lot of those flaws.
1: What's it like to have flaws?
0: I... I, It's... Well... (laughs) When you recognize them, when you get yourself an L column, you're gonna... You're gonna have a much more uh, well-rounded worldview. But, um... But you know, like I said, my dad isn't—he's not perfect. He's—he's he's flawed, but he's a genuinely good person. Very true. Like he literally, you know, and I—I I think I've inherited that too. Where it's like I, you know, and that's where like I expect people to be as honest as I am and stuff <laughs> like that. And I make that mistake. Yeah. I, you know, he, he's—I think I've gotten that from him. I think he's just like, I just kind of grew up with this sense of, you know, do what you say and mean what you say and be who you are and get there, get where you're going to get the right way. I don't, I, I just, you know, my dad was just, uh, he's always been, you know, a good person. Now, uh, I mean, his problems with his own dad and seeking approval from him, I think just kind of got passed down to us and has made him somewhat intolerable at times I mean really do you feel okay about the fact that you're just sitting there I mean how many puppy pictures do you have yeah I, I, talking I just, about your dead grandpa I set aside an hour okay I mean yeah never mind the fact that I mean I've lost family members today but I mean you you just can't you can't get enough pictures of Scobie. I mean, it, it's like those are good. Oh, these are going to be the ones. These are the ones that I, yeah, these capture his <laughs> adorability. I mean, he's, we got it. He's cute.
1: Yeah, you he's talk a, about your dead grandpa cute, and I'll take some selfies with this puppy. I'm listening. I'm fine. I'm listening. No, it's
0: fine. I But see, you, okay, but the thing is, is this all seems silly compared to you know, if the roles were reversed here, because if okay, I was talking about if my you, dead grandparents well, if you, and you wh- were taking selfies, if you lost a grandparent, I mean, uh, you actually have relationships with them, and um,
1: not sexually. Uh,
0: uh, I hope not anymore. <laughs> but um, <laughs> <you> know, uh, <laughs> there was that time with your grandma. I saw you guys making out. But uh, <laughs> um, it's uh, I, you know, I just you you actually have closer relationships with, you know, more of your family than I do, um, and so it's like, I, I'm just saying, when you, uh, you know, when uh, when the day comes, and I don't want to say, but when you, uh, you know, when you lose a loved one, I'm not, I don't even, I, I can't say, yeah, yours is a loved one. Mine's just an old prick that was in a nursing home that just that drove my dad crazy. But you know, I mean, when you use a loved one, I'm not gonna be taking puppy pictures, okay? <laughs> when you're talking about it, is all I'm saying. All but right. What if
1: Scooby's looking? Mean, even if we're not recording. What if Scooby's sleeping on your lap this adorably? I mean, come on.
0: I, I'll get over it. I'll be like, you know what? It's it's something that that happens scoby sleeps adorably and and for every time he, he stretches a little bit more and then you gotta take another picture
1: he's pretty cute sorry so dead grandpa go oh, ahead.
0: god, I, I mean really <laughs> uh, uh, am i really talking to that person so uh no so anyway dead grandpa now uh go are
1: you serious <laughs>
0: I uh, it's been
1: established. You didn't re-
0: didn't look, really give I didn't a shit care about him, for so. him. No, I I and I mean, and it really had nothing to do with my relationship with him. I you know I yeah uh, I always thought it was odd that uh, I, I mean both of my grandparents, I mean the, those grandparents, my dad's parents, really loved Jay Leno. I mean they were like I never heard them mention anybody. Or anything like comedy related or anything like that except for Jay Leno when I was a kid. And my parents even got them tickets to see a Leno show once. I think
1: everybody loves Leno.
0: But I'm saying specifically. I think it yeah. was part of it was an Italian thing, I think, with my grandfather, 'cause he was he really wanted to play the Goomba thing a lot. But he really loves he just loved Jay Leno. And it's like I I'm, I got on his show, and that still didn't earn my dad their approval. <laughs> or, How
1: do you know that, though? Or even any,
0: like, because, man, I mean, there was, I'd never heard a thing. Not a thing. Took it to his grave, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's. I'm sure, uh,
1: like, if they love this, this guy in this show, that their grandson being on there was huge for them.
0: My dad would have told me. He would have told me he would have said hey they they said you know whatever that was great you embarrassed us or whatever <laughs> just something something he would have said and uh, he didn't so uh, i mean i didn't even get anything secondhand and i'm not fishing for compliments from them cuz it does they're not they just didn't really they weren't they didn't factor into my life much at all i mean after i didn't need the 50 bucks at christmas (laughs) i mean once i was once i was past their uh i grew out of their pay scale i was like you know what i uh yeah i i just just have no use for you people um
1: it is funny how some people and my grandparents included like my grandma she would send me a check and like it was supposed to be It was like bribing money. And it was like, Mm. well, did you thank her? I'm like, she's not a nice person. Like, I don't care about the money. Or like, and my grandma and I have, you know, reconnected since our wedding. But like, she didn't come to my wedding and she sent me a vase. And I was getting harassed about this fucking vase. And I'm like, I don't care about the vase. The fact that you didn't come to my wedding, that hurt. Like, and I'm supposed to thank you for a fucking vase that I won't use? Like.
0: Yeah, it well I rem it was yeah I remember and I and and I met her and I liked her like she was very she was very nice, um, but I also still remember like yeah she was just you like, didn't it meet her until like a couple a, months ago yeah it was very it was recent with with your uh, uh aunt and they were really nice um but but I remember when she like sent you a check or something even before that before we got married. Yeah. She like sent a check for like 25 bucks and I was like we got like like all these voicemails and stuff like that uh like waiting for a thank you. Fishing for a hey still waiting on the thank you for the 25. <laughs> <Like, laughs> and it's dude, not What? We're
1: making it sound like it's like oh she only gave me 25 bucks so no, that doesn't deserve I, a if she thank could you. give you
0: $1000, it still is like okay, look, that's not what having a relationship is about. Yeah it's it's not it's not
1: about the thank yous if you don't if yeah
0: no it, it it's about uh you know i mean really knowing a person and understanding you know who they are and you know what they're trying to be in life that's that's understanding a person that's what you know um
1: that's how my papa is i mean we talk at least once a week and he ask me questions I think sometimes he's kind of like thinks that he's hounding me for stuff and I'm like no that's I like that you ask me questions about my life my day-to-day what's going on what's going on with you like
0: yeah he he, does my job good (laughs) thank
1: you (laughs) he cares that's showing he cares it's not like
0: yeah and and that's that's a you know for me it's like I obviously my relationships toward and with my family are different the way than you relate to your family members I mean I'm saying the ones that I like uh being I mean well I guess we're down to <laughs> we're, what are we down to like three I don't know <laughs> like it's family uh, members in my I mean it's just yeah, my, my mom dad and Missy is pretty much and I mean I I, I you know I gotta like my dad, even though he fucking I he I can't stand him most of the time, but uh John, he's such a nice he, he guy though. My, he, we clash. We just he we get on, and plus I could tell, like I said, that uh, his father was just poisoning his soul, and I hate that. I hate that he had to go through what sixty six years, yeah. Sixty six. He's sixty six. Sixty six years of that. I wish his his dad would have died soon. <laughs> really do, because it it because he spent that entire time wanting like a pat on the back from a guy who just doesn't give those out. Yeah, and is just the exact opposite. He'll he'll just he'll punch you in the back, and you know tell you you're garbage, I mean, basically, I mean, he'll imply it, and then I'll go to church, but, uh, <laughs> I just, uh, I guess this is me paying my respects to, uh, <laughs> my grandfather, I just did not, uh, I wasn't a fan, so, um, bye <laughs> that's, that's, I, I that's, 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 nice that's the best I can do, I, I literally can't, I just don't pay lip service. I really don't. I don't like to I don't like bullshit. I don't like small talk. I don't like fucking Hallmark cards. I just don't do it.
1: My favorite Hallmark card that I've ever gotten from you was um, you know, my dad and I didn't really have a relationship for. I haven't seen him in well over 10 years and we just started talking again. But this is a couple months ago before He had reached out to me to start talking again. He had sent my sister a card that was like really heartfelt and sweet and funny. And I was really upset by it because I was like, it's possible for him to do it. He has these emotions. Why can't he do that for me? And you saw how upset I was by it, probably because I was
0: oh yeah oh, suffocating think, and when did i send you a hallmark card? no this is um, from
1: no my dad but, sent yeah, one no, to I my sister it and it like, it affected it. me that like he it was possible for him to have these emotions but yet he didn't show them to me and so you took one of your michael jordan i
0: took a jordan card that i just got too yes but it was like
1: uh it was very like a special to a, yes a, it was a special one okay say, yeah and you wrote a nice message to me saying that it was better than any hallmark card and and it was cute. It was just so was, cute that it, it was
0: it was forty-five bucks. Oh so it expensive was expensive Walmart, than a Walmart
1: <laughs>
0: card. Um yeah, that card was um how do I make this as as concise as possible? It was a um it was a nineteen eighty seven, eighty eight Fleer NBA Michael Jordan card, and I sold that exact same card to shady card dealers when i was 15 and i spent basically the next five or six years because like they they were like i didn't know it was worth a lot of money it was worth like 90 bucks which was like a year's pay to me when i was 15 like (laughs) i was like oh my god it's i can move out of my parents house this is fucking sweet and um they uh, uh yeah they just they really they screwed me and gave me like they told me 90, so I was all ready to get 90. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, it's got glue on the back, so we can give you 35. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Well, guys who run a card store probably wouldn't lie to a teenager. So, because <laughs> <laughs> so, I, like I said, I'm like my dad. I just take people at face value and I take people at their word. So, yeah, they're, they're probably honest. And, i uh yeah so i I spent the rest of my teen year I wanted that card back so bad, I hated myself for selling that card, and then I looked it up online and it was forty forty five forty bucks plus five dollars shipping. I was like, it's increased in value in five bu- five bucks, <laughs> and this one's in perfect condition, it doesn't have glue. I'm like the card industry has gone to shit, but um. <laughs> I I was so happy I got that, and I was showing it to you, and you really didn't care. It was, I'm like, look, here, there's a story behind this, dear. Gather around our uh, What kitchen. kind of motions
1: do you want me to have?
0: Some. <laughs> 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 uh, just evidence of... Human life? Mm-hmm. A pulse, please. Sometimes I it? fake
1: emotions because I'm like, I know that I have to have one here. I know that it's supposed to be one here.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I can stiff out the bullshit ones eh, like that. So. No, I, yeah, I, yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah, you can, you can, uh, I'm not saying I, yeah, I can't be fooled. But when it comes to like, if I'm telling you something like right now and you're zoning out.
1: I'm not zoning out. I'm just, I, I hate fucking GarageBand this thing like stops and starts and like it i don't what know do you do? well I, no i just keep watching it because it fucks up all the time like it makes me not want to do this podcast anymore
0: i i i literally i i want to use other stuff for i want to put something on the ipad okay the ipad just makes it so easy cuz everything is that's why i wrote my script so fast cuz or not so fast but i mean It took me what, it took me like a week and a half, took me like 10 days after, once I downloaded Final Draft onto my iPad, I started actually moving, and now I'm stuck again on a rewrite. But um, (laughs) but once I actually get going with the story and, you know, I can carry my iPad around, they just make it simpler with the apps, they just do, so.
1: Sure. Well, we'll do that then. Garage
0: Band isn't easy.
1: Do you want to talk about the concert we went to?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, so there's
1: that. So,
0: uh, what did you want to introduce? Why don't you introduce it? Introduce it? Well, we've talked about it before, but we haven't recapped it. We since. went
1: to the Eminem and Rihanna concert, the Monster Tour. Is that what you want to say? How she
0: brings things up. She's like, "Well, do you want to talk about the concert we went to?" And then I'm like. Um, yeah, well, why don't you, uh, why don't you tell him what it was? (sighs) You're so lame that you want to, you want, you want me to talk about it. I mean, do you have to be a perpetual fucking kid that I'm, like, trying to get to, you know, say thanks to the nice man, okay? (laughs) Uh, Jesus Christ. I mean, yes, we went to the, uh, Eminem and Rihanna concert at the Rose Bowl, and... Uh, it took me uh, two days to recover.
1: Cause you're old. It
0: hurt like that. It was was just that hurt. Hall and Oates didn't do that. What the fuck? No, you
1: complained <laughs> after that one too.
0: No, I didn't. I don't. I don't remember having that though at all. No. Yes. No, because I I've never before the 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 Eminem Brianna concert I've never had the actual like proverbial ringing in my ear from a concert like. I was like, like,
1: yeah, I, felt I always that. thought it was
0: kind of a joke, but it yeah. kind
1: of—it felt like a hangover. Yeah, where it was like it was just kind of like a dull ringing in the back of my head.
0: Yeah, I was, I was hurting for, I mean, because I, I just, I was like, I just want to go to sleep. And then the next day, it's like, oh God! I oh, I you canceled a set at again. the store
1: because it was like you couldn't even hear.
0: Oh yeah, because I can't. It's so hard to perform when I can't hear. Like it's. uh like, if I get a cold or something, I stuffed up ears, it's like, I've tried it before. I've gone on stage, and it's like, it's just weird. Because i got to be able to hear myself, the audience, everything else. And it just, plus you can't breathe, but, I don't know. Just the Eminem and Rihanna was just, because I, I, I remember I went and saw a Public Enemy and Anthrax at the AJ Palumbo Center in Pittsburgh um, in 19... 19- Uh, in 1990 or 90 90, 91 91 yeah because it was the apocalypse 91 album came out the next day good to know i saw (laughs) them at aj palumbo and we were maybe six rows back from stage
1: well that's what we were i mean we were in the pit yeah
0: we were in the pit but we were I guess, yeah, we we were about, uh, if, if you split the dif- difference, if you split the distance, like, that we were from the stage before we moved back, because it was like, Rihanna went on, and it was cool, you know, it was alright, but as soon as Eminem went on, holy shit, the fucking elbows and lesbians came out, and, <laughs> uh, the, uh, they were just, everybody was fucking just, they'd... It came out of nowhere. It was just like they just started Did just the dancing lesbians hurt you, much, honey? <laughs> throwing elbows at me when they were dancing. They were just in my space and I was just I was upset. And uh I loved so, every second of it. So I'm like, can we just move back here where we have some air? So I would well, you loved it?
1: Yeah, I was dancing
0: you were you were dancing you were you were dancing quite a bit it, i mean <laughs> i'm so white right now in this assessment you 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 did you did a few moves um
1: <laughs> no I, I loved it i love both of them individually like my pandora's always set on either eminem or rihanna usually eminem but they're i mean they're my two favorites and it was all my favorite songs at once
0: yeah all your favorite songs ruined no. It's so i That's what concerts are to me, though. To me, it's just like, it just, it's always better. I mean, the way they engineer it is so perfect, especially now. So, their
1: concert but, was so much better than Kanye's. Kanye's Connie fucking sucked. It was so bad. I wanted to get up and leave. I was so bored during Kanye's.
0: Yeah. But, but we, this one, I
1: stayed, I mean, we stayed the whole time. Like, I loved it.
0: But how would you, I don't know, would you have felt differently if we were in the seats? at the Rose Bowl.
1: Maybe, yeah. I guess that would have been more boring.
0: Because if we were just casually observing this concert instead of being down in it with the elbows and lesbians.
1: I had a good time with the elbows and lesbians.
0: I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I think that... I think it was just because we were down in it, which made it more fun. But I... I the sound of it, it's just not something that's not like... I don't know if if back in the day, like during, like, you know, the heyday of, uh, you know, Led Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones, that going to a concert just sounded awesome. Because they used to release live albums. I mean, all of them did. Aerosmith, all of them. Like, but The Who? But.
1: My grandpa has a Who story. Uh, the Who story when he had the hotel oh, in yeah. in cleveland mm. and i guess like one of the members of the who like died basically in it and they he watched them shoot him up with adrenaline and he like ran through the wall it's one of my favorite stories that he tells
0: the, wait a minute he sh- he watched them shoot him up with adrenaline
1: like the, he my my papa opened the hotel door that the who was staying in, they were yeah. staying in a hotel room. My papa opened the door. They had a doctor come in, shoot him up with adri- adrenaline, and he he like got up and like ran through a wall. He like ran so hard, like he came back to life and like so it was blew like the pulp fiction. Yes, exactly.
0: They have do it in the heart. I don't know. That'd be fucking well. Yeah, he probably wouldn't have left that out if they had to put it in his heart, because that's what made it so graphic and pulp fiction. But that's. That's crazy. And what does that guy do, though, once he gets his adrenaline shot and gets brought back to life? (laughs) Like, does he keep on partying? Like, does he just go, all right, well, back at it? Because he probably was.
1: It wasn't his first adrenaline shot.
0: You know, yeah, it's like, we always got to give you an adrenaline shot. Every night, every time we go out and party, you die. Why? Because you can't ever just...
1: I need an adrenaline shot right now. I feel dead. Just temper
0: your intake. (laughs)
1: I, I have a list of things to talk about because I have no emotions or personality you have a, right now. I do have a set you, list. You have, a, like, you have kind of a shitty
0: know. personality, which I'm wondering—is it because I've been upstairs, or is it because—and you've been left alone today?
1: Yeah, you've, yeah, you've ignored and annoyed me all day.
0: Okay. By um, ignoring
1: me, you have annoyed me.
0: You know, I, I did, and now I'm in a bad mood. I did lose a family member. Oh, fuck I, off, patriarch of a family. I I, <laughs> I, 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 um, um, I, I just I gotta write. I'm trying to do this.
1: I'm trying I know, to rewrite the script.
0: So it's like, if I'm down there,
1: but I need a lot of attention.
0: I know you need a lot of attention. <laughs> oh, how I know. Okay. <laughs> I really, as a Leo, as a Leo, as
1: a Leo, <laughs> I need a lot of attention and an annoying amount of attention. What a bunch
0: of shit. I, I just, there, I, every, every, I guess, yeah, dudes don't. I guess so. Every girl just uses her zodiac sign, yeah, as an excuse for whatever she does. Like, it's just, you know, well, no, I am a Sagittarius, so, okay, I I tend to murder a person once a year. Like, what? You, that doesn't excuse that. Wait a minute. I know, I've known other Sagittariuses. You're fucking full of shit. <laughs> That's a good bit. Oh, I'll write it down. But, uh, <laughs> so
1: we talked about your dead grandpa in the concert. What about the New York City trip?
0: Uh, the New York City trip, um,
1: I never have a set list, this is just,
0: well, it was, it was, uh, it was, I mean, travel was a nightmare, as as usual, I mean, at least no flights got canceled this time, so that was cool, but, and, you know, we got to, uh, ride in a fucking rickshaw. Yeah. So to to humor you as a cause, Leo, cause I, I need mean humor. Yeah, because I mean, I got I can't just go to radio like I do in every other city. <laughs> I brought my Leo with me, so <laughs> I gotta entertain her. And it's like, oh no, we can't just ride back in a cab. We got to get some guy on a mountain bike, fucking straining. That was, was about the same amount of time. Yeah, as a cab. You are just such and a you, and, about and it. And you... you like, oh, I'm <laughs> you getting hit by a car. <laughs> like I, I mean, he said... He he gets out and it was like... It was tw- it, you know... Because riding in a cab was like 17 minutes, I think it was, to get to where we had to go. Yeah. And we get off of the rickshaw and he's like, it's $60. $60. And I was like, okay. And I gave him 80 And I, I was like, how much? Tip. And... I handed him 80 and then we we started to walk away and you're like, how much did you give him? And I'm like, I gave him 80 bucks. It was just, I'm a good tipper. And, uh, you're like, it was only sixteen dollars.
1: I thought he said sixteen. Not it was only 60. sixteen
0: dollars. You son of a bitch, John. Uh, you uh,
1: overly tip a lot. I do to the but point I still... where I'm afraid to go poor because of your tipping.
0: Oh Christ! I'm it's not... about
1: me and about what I have, John. As, so
0: as, as a Leo, as a
1: Leo, I need to make sure that I'm like set for life because I don't want to have to ever <laughs> have one of those resume things again. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah hey, uh, you know because i'm an aquarius um <laughs> i i <laughs> i like to i shit on the carpet um the what? um uh, oh, barney's probably an aquarius and, uh, <laughs> if uh with uh what would what would his what do you know what Scobie's is sign so zodiac Okay,
1: you say I'm crazy for like knowing that I'm a Leo, and you're really asking me if I know my dog sign. I'm just,
0: I'm just, I'm actually, to be honest, I'm
1: surprised that I don't know. I I mean, I I am actually, I would assume that I would know, but I don't. I
0: never looked shit like that up because I
1: only look at my zodiac sign and all of my ex's zodiac sign.
0: Mm-hmm. As a Leo, I'm supposed to make sure that I know,
1: (laughs) I need to know what my exes are doing on the 29th of the month with the full moon.
0: (laughs) Right, right. There's a a lot of... um, Yeah,
1: you're my first Virgo.
0: Astrology and mysticism that you uh, buy into?
1: Not really. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was convinced I was a witch for many years.
0: Right, I think that would qualify for what I was saying, yeah. I
1: would have, like, I grew an herb garden, and I would, like, do spells and stuff with my, like, geodes and my herbs, and i like, and, light candles.
0: And I, and I mean, I trust you with the checkbook. I mean, I live, I sleep next to you. I I go to sleep and trust you not to murder me in my sleep, and As that is sh- really... Dumb of me to do because I mean, finally, you're understanding. I mean, it's like I just it's one of those things where uh, you know, you know, as, as a head to row sexual man, um, men, we just we we uh we are attracted to women and we think you know, you know, all your little quirks that you mention, uh, you know, when not I'm not saying when I'm just trying to. To to nail you, cause I don't. That's just not my.
1: I prefer not how I banged wrote. over nail. Like when you're trying to bang me. Well, it's not, it's not really you.
0: about what you prefer, is it, honey? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Cap. But um, I uh, you know, I just I it's not really about that for me. It's a, I mean, I'm not really that kind of guy. Who's a sleazy guy, but. We just kind of ignore a lot of the crazy shit that you say,
1: I and then don't
0: really take it into account until, well, now, like years later, when it's like, <laughs> "Oh, you're fucking insane!" Like you just—I you know,
1: never hid that. I was just, always a straightforward. Little I know
0: you—you you said it a bunch of times. You—you probably—you told me about burying the book in the backyard. Yeah, that was going to be my being next a story. Witch, you know, for a year or two.
1: Year or two, and,
0: I don't like you. Just said you said I. I thought I was a witch for a solid, you know,
1: lifetime. Couple
0: of years, like you were. Like I, you, I still do. You said between like ages twelve and till twenty nine. Maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you, I watched a
1: lot of Charmed. Like I think I just really the wanted fact that to you're be
0: affected by Charmed.
1: Oh, you know, I'm affected by everything. Like everything, every show you. We talked about last time how prison break, like mm-hmm. made me into some kind of monster that you wanted to be away from.
0: Yeah. You, wanted you to weren't put, as sweet as you are now.
1: Yeah, fuck you. You wanted to put wow. parental controls on the television. <laughs> so I went to lock
0: you out of the fucking prison break. That was gonna be funny too. I would have burned um, your fucking house it down. It would have been just as funny as, as me putting water in your tequila. So I Not probably funny. Yeah, you've been you brought it up several times. I get it. That it's just it's a thing. Um, the uh, who's would I? Yeah, uh, I was going to talk about something else too. That we. Uh, did, yeah, New York was fine though. It was just I mean the shows were. Um. Uh, Gotham was. I mean, it's an awesome club. I, I'm glad I got to do it. The last show I did was. It was it was the cafeteria and lean on me. It was just like, dude, <laughs> what the fuck? Like it was just, it was like literally. I, and because it was New York City, like I get, I guess I wasn't as annoyed and aggravated by it because I looked at it as more of a a, a comic test. Like you know, okay, you've been doing this for seventeen years, Cap. What do you, what? You're like, like I'm at the Rucker or something like that. Like, it's like, you know, what you got, Cap? Because we're going to have a douchebag heckler over here yell some shit. After they
1: dragged him out, he was just this dweeby little white dude. I know. Like, I could have taken him.
0: Right. Usually, usually big, you know, dudes who are together don't yell just randomly, you're a pussy at a comedian who... I was doing well too. It's like it wasn't like I was I was bombing. I was doing what well, and he just sure. decided like he was going to he was just I no, I'm I hear this will be this will be great. Like in his mind, like did he he conjured that up and cuz I could feel him over there itching to say something before that. And
1: you were talking about hated, how New York City scares you. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, which, which I was painting a picture of me being a pussy. Yes. Right.
1: And so he, like, wanted to contribute, but it it didn't go well.
0: I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it was his way of, uh, you know, kind of razzing me or, you know, trying to get, uh, I guess, yeah, like, you know, after, I'm sure if he had still been there after the show, he would have been the type of guy. He's like, hey, uh, that was me over there. I, yeah, I was just playing around with you. Yeah, I was yeah. just trying to, just trying to. You know, I was just trying to help. They always say that. You never help. (laughs) I mean, but because it was New York City, I was like, all right, fuck it. What you got, New York? Because I I literally was, you know, I felt like it was, um, you know, because that place does. It scares me. It's a big, it's Gotham City. It really is. (laughs) It's a big fucking tall and engulfing metropolis, because tall buildings scare the shit out of me, and uh, I feel really claustrophobic. And you know, there's so much trash on the street.
1: It like, is. I New York not litter.
0: It's like they just have nonstop trash pickup, and it's like, good god. I, I mean, I, I and you're just constantly bumping into everybody. And
1: I can never live there. We're never yeah, moving I, there.
0: I, 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 and the thing is, is. If it were for the comedy scene, it's like I could see myself I could see myself being there, but I ain't taking a fucking subway nowhere. I'm not kidding in the back of these fucking cabs fucking you know i mean got people are honking at him, and i you know it's like it's like a dysfunctional family you were in the back, like oh no, I'm sure that guy's a jerk, but it's, um it just was. It, it, it's, uh, I wish I was, I could be there more often just for fun, but I, obviously, it's too far to travel for, for fun. For fun. I'm saying What's if I to... had, if you brought New York's environment here, like just a, cause they have a shitload of clubs and they have a, they just have a really unique comedy scene. And I've never really gotten to experience it. And, you know, I'm just saying, like, you know, it would be really cool to have it.
1: But you don't outside. My you don't house go right to here. all the clubs that are here now in LA.
0: No. no so what
1: makes you think having more would make you venture out farther than the Comedy Store, well, Comedy I, Magic I Club, and Ice House?
0: Well, there are a lot of things that would have to change um, in my life, which means I would be able to stay home more often and go back out like I used to. I I was. Well, when I was, you know, when I was, uh, growing up, um, in LA, I stayed at the comedy store because there were three rooms and if I wanted to go up more than once, I could. And by the way, I, I mean, I should probably, uh, I should probably interject with, yeah, speaking of the comedy store, um. Uh, first of all, I really like, um, uh, Adam, uh, Eggett. The, you know, he's, he's now been put in charge of the talent coordinating and he's taken that job and he's, you know, he's kind of overwhelmed and I mean, I feel for him, but he's always been a good guy and I have nothing against him. I have a whole lot against what, uh, what has happened to Tommy Morris um, the uh the, the the former um talent coordinator because I don't think people really recognize what he did for that place and any word of bullshit about stealing and uh, taking money, whatever. Like, man, the dude. I mean, he's he got he got to L.A. ten years ago. Or over 10 years, 12 years ago, whatever, in a 92 Accord, 93 Accord. He's still in a 93 Accord, all right? The dude, if he was taking anything, he wasn't taking much. Um, and it wasn't about that. And I, you know, I'm really conflicted as far as, you know, uh, the comedy store is a place that it's just, it's it's my home when I'm in town. When I'm in LA, it's just, it's where I've grown up and that's where I go when I'm home. And my, you know, my, my fantasy, my dream is to have a TV show during the day so that I can be home in LA so that I can go on there, you know, three or four nights a week um, and do sets and just, you know, be at the comedy store and just, you know, I, I want Joe Rogan's life. <laughs> I always did. <laughs> phenomenal, it was just, it was just a great way to, great way to go through, uh, go through life, is, is to be Joe Rogan, but, um, I, uh, I, I just, it, Tommy really, people don't understand when, before Tommy got there, that place was just, it was dark, man, it was, a, it was a fucking, it was almost a museum, and I was working the door, and it was just, nobody was really working at night. And Mitzi still ran the place because she wouldn't hand over the reins to everybody to, to anybody. So everybody was just scared of getting fired all the time. Like, everybody. Like, I remember the guy who got me my job working the phones was like, don't put Mitzi on hold. I'm like, but how can I, how can I, like, tell the talent coordinator upstairs that, She's on and just don't put her on hold. I don't know, but don't put her on hold. I'm like, I can't, that's impossible. Like what the fuck do I do? And I mean, but that, that was the atmosphere there for, for a while. And Tommy got there and, you know, obviously like Mitzi liked him and took to him enough to ...start passing her wisdom and her sort of... ...sort of her system, the way she did things, onto him. And Tommy's not a perfect person. Tommy's a human being and he's got... he's He's got his flaws like I do and like a lot of people do, but...
1: Like your dead grandpa.
0: Like my dead... He ain't, he ain't that bad. But, um... <laughs> um Tommy... Really fucking cared about his job. It, it That's so fucking vital. I mean, it's so, so important. Like, right now, Adam is like, I I care about it, but man, I don't want to be doing this forever because this is not, you know, it's kind of like, almost like what he did, he didn't sign up for this shit. And I, I feel for him. But he's getting it done and it's great. And, you know, but Tommy was like, Tommy ran the comedy store like Mitzi did, except he didn't own it. I mean he would tell me he would tell me shit like you know, even on my days off, I' go back and talk to the building. That's a crazy fucking dude, okay that dude he's Boy, I, leo he <laughs> i he didn't say as a whatever um <laughs> he never told me about that I, that might have explained all of his flaws. <laughs> if he had told me uh, what his sign was, but he, he really did. He understood what his position meant. It, it, like, cause he was an artist himself. He had been in music and stuff like that, but he wasn't trying to do comedy. He wasn't, I was there. I was hosting the uh, potluck the first time he ever, I think he went on, tried to do comedy. I don't remember much. I just, I know it didn't go well. because. <laughs> I just remember when I first met him off stage, I was like, Oh, hey, <laughs> sorry. But um it really was I just I just don't think I think it's lost on some people. Um because they're all like ding dong, the witch is dead and all of a sudden I'm gonna fucking have comedy spots. And that's you know, it really does Tommy Tommy ran the place like it was his own and that fucking is really 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 important and we are going to miss that whether it's you know a few years from now or a few months from now we're going to miss that presence being at that place and i just i'm afraid of what is in store for the store like not but i mean what is it, what is ahead i just don't want it to get all fucking corporatized I remember when I first got there, people were trying to buy it to make it a fucking parking lot. And I I I don't I hope that's not on the table anymore. But I just don't want it to become just a really stiff place that loses its character because that's a place that's had character. Everybody who's working there doesn't want to be, doesn't want to be doing the job that they're doing, I mean, you know, all the door guys and fucking box office, they're all comics, and the waitresses, some of, there's been a comic or two waitress that's come through, but not that often, um, but they're all people who are just like, just, uh, you know, I mean, Jeff on the piano, he's, he's, he's there's like a like a one man show is Pee Wee Herman. I mean, he's a performer. He's and he's a he's a nut. I mean like the rest of us are. And it's a it's just a crazy place that needs to be crazy. And Tommy really nurtured that. It, it's he wasn't he did it, he's a dude, so it, it wasn't like he didn't have Mitzi's maternal instincts, which was good and bad in some ways, but Anyway, I just, we will sorely miss Tommy. Definitely. Um, we will not, we ain't gonna miss my grandfather. <laughs> but, um, we will sorely, sorely miss Tommy Morris at the Comedy Store. He did, um, he saved, Tommy Morris saved the Comedy Store. Point blank. And, I mean, that's all I got to say about this, <laughs> um,
1: I know when you say we, I know you probably mean group of comedians, but I'll miss him too. I mean, he was always so welcoming to me. He always made me feel good about myself and you and our relationship and life. Like, he's just, yeah. he's one of those people that you get He'd excited to too see. too
0: much to you. Like, when well, yeah. you'd see him and you'd be like, you know, almost like, you, okay, you don't need to, you know, I I, you know, like, you don't need to be that welcomed. But he's like, he went out of his way to make sure he did. You know, hey, there, you know. You, I think, you, Honestly, you, you, now you, that I'm
1: thinking back on it, like, because one of the first, the, one, after our first date, it we were at Comedy and Magic Club in Hermosa Beach.
0: Then we went to the comedy after store. After that, yeah. we
1: went to the comedy store. And to hear Tommy talk about you in such a nice highlight, like, I mean, he just talked about what a good person you are. I mean, of course, he'd always go into, you're one of the best comedians to ever live. But Mm -hmm. he would also talk about your character and how much, you know, you meant to him and the club and the comedy world and just what a good person you were. And that doesn't go unnoticed. Like as as a first date to hear what a great person I'm on a date with, that was a lot. And he never stopped. He never wavered from just how amazing you are. And to get, you know, I usually only go on Saturdays when you're not on tour with you. So I go maybe once a month, but to get that boost of like Tommy Tommy energy to be like, oh, you're with a good guy. Yeah, it,
0: it was always yeah. nice to hear. Yeah, it really I mean, does. as much as and I he already know, he doesn't obviously he doesn't say that for every <laughs> girl that comes in there with a comic. <laughs> right? Okay, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm aware. I don't I don't know if he does for anybody. <laughs> I mean, like that's uh, uh, you know that, and the thing is is that's why he and I have always, you know. We've we've seen eye to eye, but that, that's one thing he always made sure of. Like, we talked about it once when we were, um, I remember we were upstairs in his office talking, like, real long to him one night after uh, everything was, uh, both my sets. And, um, you know, he mentioned that, like, he never... Socializes or does anything outside right. with any of the comics because oh, we've invited him over.
1: We've invited him to dinner. All this, and you he's have, like,
0: I, I don't. I, yeah, I mean, I do we, the we inviting. Hey, I'll see you at you know, I'll see you at your window. Basically, it's a comedy store. You know, it's <laughs> like that's where, uh, it's, it's and that's where we keep it. But I, I understood that he made sure, you know, he didn't want anybody thinking that, you know, like. You know, because if me and him would have hung out and stuff, like, you know, looking back, you know, if we just started hanging out back in 2005 or 6, you know, by now it would be like, oh, yeah, you know, well, Cap hangs out with Tommy, he goes over to his house, he fucking watches his dog when he's out of town or whatever, yeah. like, uh, you know, that that could be misconstrued and it would be like, oh, he's not... 'cause i I have been one that I'd never want to be judged on anything but my talent right and uh you know and then personally who I am, which you know i I don't mind putting <laughs> putting that out'cause i i do think i'm I'm a decent guy, and that's that's you know like I said I got that from my I've, dad but... I've
1: honestly never heard one person say like a bad thing about you.
0: Yeah there's they I think they only murmur and and um like tweet or something. I don't know, you would know. Uh, well, no, that I either.
1: mean I think there's a lot of people that make up shit just out of jealousy and I don't even know what, but mm-hmm. the truth like the people who actually know you. I mean, I've heard people who I've never met say things and I'm like I I don't even know who you are. Why are you talking? Those kind of people like <laughs> The, the people who've, like, never met you or barely know you, like, have run into you a couple times and out of jealousy will say stupid things. Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't listen to that at all. But people who actually know you, I've never heard anyone who knows you say I a mean, bad the, thing about the you. The thing is, is,
0: for the most part, like, I can... I mean, I go through the comedy world and, you know, I I've I made a lot of friends, you know. But... I have also realized, you know, in recent years that, like, comedians especially get the worst of me. Like, they always are the people who are around right before I got to go on stage. And I'm fucking, I'm anxious. I'm not in a good, I'm not a good person to talk to or be around because, you know, and and a few people started to, I started getting resentment from that. You know, back in, you know, I remember like after I started getting a lot of spots at the store that like, uh, people would be mad that they felt like they st- one guy started calling me a game, 'cause <laughs> 'cause I I you know even on Tuesday when I'm trying to work stuff out, a game over here is fucking bringing the heat and it's like I wasn't I was working shit out too it's just I was I was funny <laughs> so. I mean, I tend to, you know, it's like when I'm searching for words to say or whatever, it's like it just, it's funny. So, I'm just, I like to think I'm, you know, I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm good at what I do, but I don't want to be arrogant. I always, and I always doubt it right before I go on stage, <laughs> which makes me a fucking basket case. Like, I don't, I get really fucking just worked up and I, I want to watch... Everything that the guy before me's doing, because I want to know what's happening in there and what's, you know, just everything, just everything. I want to absorb everything about the room before I go on, and that makes me really fucking just bristly, you know. Well, like Tommy,
1: to like Tommy, you're both very much obsessed with your jobs. And, yeah. I, and it's hard for me, I mean, we started this off with me being annoyed with you because I got ignored all day for your job
0: right. I wasn't with I, yeah I wasn't with my girlfriend upstairs I yeah I, I mean and
1: what I fail to remember is that all other wives' husbands are at their office all day long, and I'm mad that you're upstairs in your office ignoring me in the same house. Yeah, and yeah. it's not like you got up at seven a.m. and went for a jog and then ate breakfast. And I got went... up at
0: one twenty-two a.m. Right,
1: <laughs> as did I. And I uh, like... yeah.
0: Uh, wait, I you like... haven't been up since you went to sleep though, again, right?
1: I don't know, but I'm just saying that it's like. I forget because you're in the house, I feel like all the attention because I'm a Leo, all the attention should be on me. And I forget that <laughs> you actually have a job and are working because you take it's, it seriously. It's like if
0: you were if you were Abraham Lincoln gave him the Gettysburg address, like, <laughs> as a Leo, four score and seven years ago, like <laughs> Um Yeah, I I that's one thing that um the, the yeah me and Tommy I guess really did share in common was just a real passion for what we were doing and um you know when you find that commonality with other people it's something that you tend to respect and i i i like it in other people i like i really that's why i love like watching fucking tom brady or michael jordan or you know the people who are really great at what they do and are s- Every day, like, thinking, oh, man, I gotta get better. I'm not, I suck. You know, like, when, I remember, I could just totally relate. I don't know if you would remember, but it was a couple years ago, the Patriots won the AFC Championship, and they were heading into the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl we went, we went to, but, um, it was the Ravens game, and Brady had a terrible game, just awful, awful game. There's no reason why they should have won, but... They, you know, it was, it was a call at the end, all that shit. And they and they they uh they ended up winning. And I remember they 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 present them with the AFC Championship trophy, and the guy interviewing goes and puts the mic over to Tom Brady. And was like, you know, he's like, Tom, you guys won. He's heading into the Super Bowl, how's it feel? And he's he's just in front of sixty thousand people, Tom Brady goes. Uh I suck today. Um you know and like <laughs> I mean and I and I, I completely got it cuz I was like yeah you did and I would if I was you I would I would feel exactly the same way. I'd feel like apologetic and like man I I'm supposed to be really great at what I do and I want to be perfect. And I want to be you know I'm not like I'm not like a Jerry Seinfeld type that, like, you know, is very, uh, you know, um, you know, he, the way he'd sound like, remember when he said he could write, he wrote jokes, you know, because he saw guys working in construction and he could, uh, if those guys are going to work eight hours a day doing that, I can work on comedy, writing jokes. I'm not that kind of guy because I'm not that diligent and my mind wanders a lot. But when I get on stage, when I actually perform, it's like, I just, I want to be as as great as I can possibly be at it. So, um, yeah, that can be really off-putting for anybody around that type of person who isn't that kind of person. You know, a, a not a perfectionist, but perfectionist, I guess, yeah. As a Virgo, <laughs> I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. I just as a... As a Virgo, I I tend to I tend to, to pee in bed. Um, I, what did I do last night? You said I pushed you off like you
1: You I, took your C Pop mask off and threw it at me.
0: I I mean like I literally have no recollection of this.
1: Yeah, like, well, I still we,
0: a day later. I don't.
1: We didn't sleep the night before because we stayed up. It, yeah. You had a show, then we stayed up all night, then we flew back. So right. we fell asleep and we're it so it's like literally like 6 p.m. or something which I'm like proud that. Of you. 7 you did p.m. A
0: marathon with me, you know. I do
1: that a lot well, now. Yeah, but
0: I mean, I do it all the time to myself, and I'm like, I, I mean, you carried all the way through. You, you had a little nap at the hotel before we left. But, yeah.
1: So we're it's like I don't know 8 p.m. or something like that, and we're in bed, and you're dead asleep with your CPAP mask on, which I usually have to kind of wrestle you to get it on because there will be times when I'm like falling asleep, and I know that I can't stay awake a second longer. I'm right, like, like, babe, put New on York. your mask. Babe, put on your mask. <laughs> Babe, put on put on your fucking mask. And like, I wake up and your mask is off. I'm like, I will kill you. If, you actually say, you're As probably a gonna Leo, die.
0: I need you to put on your mask. Yeah. Oh, I'd be like, well, wow. <laughs> the zodiac commands that I. So,
1: so, I, I finally get your mask on you, and then a couple hours later, I just get hit, and then all this cold air is like in my face, and you had taken off your mask and chucked it at me. And so I was like...
0: Just the hose? Or no, the, the whole, whole thing? thing. Really?
1: The whole thing. Holy shit. And so I'm like wrestling you to put it back on. And I could tell you were not awake. But I'm like shoving it on your head, trying to snap it. And it's like putting on a toddler's fucking underoos that they don't want on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just like, it's like total recall. I like uh, fucking woke up in the middle of the fucking fantasy thing. Going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I wish... it. <laughs> I was I wish so mad. I remember mad. what the guy's name was. Yeah.
1: Because um, I was like, I was so tired, and I did not want to be awake. And I'm wrestling you to get your mask on. And then by that time, I had woken up, and I was just pissed.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember what the guy's name from Total Recall is. Whatever. You <laughs> were. I yelled.
1: have a. I have a question from Adam because you were kind of touching on it, so that's why I chose this one. He said, or asks are comics prepared when they go on stage? Do they rehearse at all before they go up?
0: Um. It, uh, that varies, um, with everybody, but I would say that, uh, I would say that the, the, the best comics that you see in general don't, I, I, I wouldn't say that they rehearse. I think that's the thing that, uh, that's what stage time is. You know, that's what the thing about, like, internet and YouTube and people, like, sneaking cell phone videos of comics sets and shit like that. That's what's so hard about that is we're rehearsing every night, kind of. Like, we're basically running through all the stuff that we got at that point and, you know, we gotta, we can't, you can't rehearse it alone. You can't do it. I, I...
1: There are comics who I have run like stuff notepads by you in
0: conversation and go, yeah, I see gotcha. Yeah, you. You hate me, but you laughed at that, so yeah, I'll use that. But uh, and
1: then you get mad at me when I don't laugh at something
0: because some shit I'm like, that's fucking brilliant, and you just don't get the reference.
1: I know, like I'm an the idiot. Total
0: Recall reference yep. right now. That was fucking just phenomenal. So, but
1: there are comics who I mean, I've seen at the store comics who actually bring their notepads up on stage.
0: Yeah, And and then there's some
1: that are in the back, like, reading through their notepad. Like, you're not one of those people,
0: but... No, I have, well, I have have notes on my cell phone of, like, different topics. I'm like, you know, well, maybe I'll try to get to that. Usually I don't. By the time I get up there, I forget. And it it just, everything just kind of has to fit within uh, the structure of what I'm doing. Because I, you know, people always ask me, like, you know, well... Like to be like, is was that all off the cuff? Like it seemed like a and everything that I write was at one time off the cuff. Like it it's it's been written that way. I just, you know, keep trying to make it better each time and then I'll add new stuff next time or I'll you know, you polish you it's like it's like a sculpture. <laughs> um <laughs> But um I I just, it, it's, we're, we're in a nonstop state of rehearsal in front of, but you have to have the audience there or you can't do it. It's like, it's like trying to do, uh, um, lines like for a play or a, a, a acting role. Somebody else has got to read the role of audience. They have to laugh because that's their line or it fucks up the rhythm. Hmm. So, yeah.
1: Can you explain, okay, Um, on like on the YouTube when I post your caplets and stuff, I just read a comment the other day being like, I wish I could see the whole show. And I'm like, I don't think people understand that your caplets are an actual show from set to finish, like mm-hmm. from getting to finish. And they're like, it's only eight minutes. There's no way that many people came out to see an eight-minute show. I don't mm-hmm.
0: think. Uh, yes, they did. Well, they didn't. <laughs> they came out to see uh, several comics do. Um, short sets. It's Hermosa Beach Comedy and Magic Club. Uh, they do, they used to just do it, like, in July, but now it's, uh, they do it, like, what is it, on Saturdays all year, and I think Fridays, too, now. But they, 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 it's called a showcase lineup. It's like the comedy store does, or any place else. It just varies on the amount of time they give you.
1: I think people outside of New York and L.A. only at their comedy clubs, at their funny bone or improv or whatever, they're used to you know an opener, Opener,
0: middle headliner, right? right? And they didn't understand right. Which I I, caplets. I wanted to structure caplets like, like I did like tonight show sets or anything like that, where it was like you know once I had done a few late night shows like, I, I, and I got to, you know, my first, second, tonight show spot, I realized that, like, my bits themselves are, are long, and they all depend on how long my set is, so I like to, for my set to sort of have a, a beginning, and an end, and kind of have a button, whether it's an hour long, or it's seven or eight minutes long, um, so caplets, I'm trying to structure them with a, uh, you know, like I would if if I was doing the Tonight Show, because it is like YouTube is like the Tonight Show now in perpetuity. It's like, you know, I, I, it's just drawing enough eyes to it. Um, or would it's it's uh, it goes to Hulu first. It goes yeah. to Hulu. Anyway, the internet is mm-hmm. like, it, but it, it is. It's just a uh, um. I'm just trying, caplets are, sometimes it's brand new material that I just started working on that day. Sometimes it's stuff that I've been, I've had for a while. And it's all stuff that will eventually make its way into my next special or whatever. But um, for now, I like being able to pump out more new stuff more often for people to listen to and watch. Because I like, I like, I think people like smaller snippets of comedy anyway. So, yeah, I, I think you should want to see my whole show live. So if you watch caplets and like it, go yeah, I need to come see that guy live. And it is
1: funny what a difference there is. Like just when you we were in New York City last week, you shot live at Gotham that was on the show, and I watched it live,
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: I watched it the show again, and it really is a different feeling. Like, a live show has so much energy, and to be in there with the crowd and stuff, it's so funny. Like, it seemed like two different sets to me, watching it on TV as it did there. Yeah. And it's just, it's a weird...
0: I remember, I remember, oh, you watched it back over? Yeah. Yeah, I remember when, um, when you, when you and I first were, I mean, you were gonna move in with me, basically. It was still, we were still in that stage where it was like, it was like, We'd been de- dating a few months. To me, we were together, uh, <laughs> but uh,
1: I was just seeing where this road would take me. <laughs> but
0: you, you took my DVD, meet Cap, I guess, yeah, and put it on at your mom's house right. to say, "Here, look, meet my new boyfriend." My boyfriend. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, why'd you do that?" Yeah. Uh, and I was, and because to me, it's like it's so much different for her to. To watch me and be introduced to me cussing and screaming on her TV set in her home, she can hear the audience on TV laugh, but It's still, not the same at all. It ain't the same. It's just, once you're in a room where you understand that, oh gosh, that, you know, somebody, somebody in here is probably offended, or somebody's probably uncomfortable, or somebody's grossed out, or it's that's what makes it so you know fun it's that's what makes it funny and just really or you know some guys yelling fucking heckles at me like fucking john starks missing threes i mean <laughs> I <laughs> it's don't like, get that reference <laughs> if you're there for that <laughs> if you're if you're in the room for that cuz i know you really enjoyed that show
1: oh i did i loved every second you tore that motherfucker
0: apart I, like it was I, so I fun i i did but some um, I still look back at it and go, man, I could have said this. I could have said th-. You know, I still pick myself apart, though. And, uh, I, but I wouldn't, I, I don't want to do that every show. I mean, that's, uh, it's a lot. If I if I felt like every time I went on, it was going to be that. Yeah. That would be, oh, my God, I'm exhausted enough from traveling anyway. My job's not that hard, but still, I can complain. Um. <laughs> It's, it is, it's hard because it's, it's tough to do well. It's and easy
1: to sit over here and be like, oh, you get to travel to these cities and you go up and all these people come to see you and want to take pictures with you and you go up and you tell jokes and like, but it's easy to sit back and say that to actually do it. Is, I mean, even when I'm with you, I travel with you, I feel that exhaustion. I don't have to feel the exhaustion of, okay, now I have to make all these people happy and feel like they spent their money right by coming to see me. I don't have that pressure. I don't have the pressure of standing in front of all these people, telling these intimate stories about yourself, and then have some asshole – Fuck up the stories that I'm trying to tell them and like start calling you a pussy. Like, I've never ha- been in a room full of people and someone called me a pussy like that.
0: And like, you're, exp- and like, I had it, I had that, that split second was so long to me because it's oh, like, I can okay, what are you gonna say back? You know, I mean, and uh, what did I say back to? Uh, I, was, I, I was like, you're a pussy. And it's just like this sort of silence for a second. And it was like I said, it was like and you paid to see me. And it was like the whole crowd that was so cool about it is the, the whole rest crowd of the crowd became up. like eight mile for me. They were you're like, like oh, oh and it was like and I just started beating him up like with, with more shit. Because it's like if if you come at a comic who's who's any good, you you're just there's no way Oh, I said I said say hi to the bouncer on the way <laughs> out, bitch. And uh Because it was, you know, it was just sort of like one of those things where it's like, you're you're, you're fighting a losing battle here because I have a microphone and a bunch of people who like me. So what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you doing... But I'm sure that guy still, in his drunk, deranged head, thought that, you know, he was somehow... He was overstimulated. And, yeah. And uh, I, I just, you know... I the, the guy, the manager there said that, um, he was still trying to con his way back in oh, yeah. saying, he said, he said, he said he was my cousin. Yeah. And, he wanted and to
1: it, talk to you because you were, let me talk
0: to him. Cause <laughs> I did say at one point, I remember I said at one point, like, you know, I, I said, I said, and I invited that guy, like, you know, like he, like, you know, like he was a friend of mine or whatever, Right. just as a joke. Um, But, uh, you know, I, uh, looking back, I should have said, yeah, he's my stepson. But, um, I I didn't, I didn't do it, and I've been killing myself since. Damn, I should have said that I was, I'm your stepfather. Bad, (laughs) bad move, Cap. Now you gotta live with that. But it still went, it still went really well, and you were, you were able to sort of be there for that ride and watch me go get knocked out of my element and see how I react and it's not easy i mean cuz if i fucking drop that ball just to, from the start like if if i you know i just i don't that's a it's a long way to go i had 37 well, I had thir- I had forty-two minutes or whatever left, at least, <laughs> and that's a long forty-two minutes to go with people who are like, "Ah, oh, he just got punked out." So, yeah, it's uh, there's pressure involved.
1: And it's so shitty because, like, you had to skip over a bit, and it's like all these other people are missing out on some great stories because this one guy did too much coke that night.
0: Yeah, that's what I hate, too. That's why I hate when uh, people are chatty and they fuck up my rhythm. Like, I, I had I did these ladies in the... It was, uh, I think, the second show on Friday. It was... Uh, I don't know. Like, it was like... I, I just... It would have been such a really good show, I remember, but these just two women in the front, just, they, they had, they were the type of people who had an answer for everything, like, they just kept, like, sort of just subtly answering everything that I said on stage. And it's so fucking, like, it drives you nuts, because like I said before, it's like doing math in my head, and somebody's yelling fucking numbers, and you know i my my sensitivity is at a at a as it is at a high so i can i can sense hear tell everything that is going on pretty much everywhere in that room.
1: It's crazy
0: because the crowd is all this one entity to me, and I can just feel everything that's going on with it and it's just hypersensitivity at that point, and i you know. So anything that you mutter, anything that you just, you just, you know, you lean over with your fucking cover your mouth. Like when I, after I deliver a punchline or whatever, and it's like, I you know, I feel like, oh, what do you, what do you, are you over there going, that's not that good. That's not <laughs> that good. He's, yeah, I've heard better. And I, I feel like <laughs> it just, it drives me nuts. So that's why I don't make eye contact with audience members and shit like that. People get, they kind of get left out a little bit if they're like sitting in the front. I I perform to the abyss. I'm like performing to the audience as a whole. I'm not making eye contact because I don't want to fucking, I'm not trying to give you a chance to fuck up my shit or just get in my head. So.
1: It's funny because I hear you and I understand you, but I also see it from the other side. From like yeah. the first show that I ever went to yours at Kent State, I had brought two girls that weren't into comedy who I was barely friends with, like I was just wanting them to have a good time. and so every funny thing, like I would like lean over to them and like <laughs> almost like wanted to be reassured that they thought it was funny too. Right. and I know a lot of people do that. I know I that... Do that
0: to you when I when she had like the Simpsons yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> or like you know with my mom and her friends or with my aunt and her family you know they want to be like oh that's a true story to like someone else right. or like comment on did that really happen they'll like ask me during the set or I remember you know Mark Ellis has that bit where he talks about um, the Nintendo how he had a, the guy, the owner of the this. I don't know why I brought this whole thing uh, up. But was,
0: oh the the founder of Nintendo. Right? How he
1: had a like yeah he was being buried and he took it out and blew on it like and, yeah. and Ellis says to the audience like some of you get that some of you ask your kids about it or your parents or whatever like right. it was just an age group thing and I remember my aunt leaning in going I don't understand and like I had to like explain the joke to her <laughs> wow he's on set doing this and I felt awful because I know from you guys what that's like to have someone like in the yeah. audience need to be like explaining but it was also like all right listen okay Back and when I, the games are, you know, like I had to explain it to her, and it just, I've seen both sides of it. And, or like with the ooze and stuff, like I've gone to, you know, shows the where
0: people groan. Yeah. Oh, I groan
1: gosh. even at sometimes things that you say, I groan, and then I'm like, oh shit, I just groaned. Like it's an, it just comes out. It's not yeah. a, I'm disgusted or like, you know, you have your brown spot jokes now where. Well, th- yeah, they are talk yeah, I talk
0: about a lot of poop stuff because poop is a major. It's just a major factor in my life.
1: And it's disgusting. It is a disgusting topic. I know,
0: but it's... I know. That doesn't
1: mean I'm offended by it. That doesn't mean I don't want you to ever say it again. It's yeah. just... It's a... Poop is ooh to the general population. I
0: noticed that it was it was more... The poop jokes were, were more... It got more groans in New York. Like, I, I guess, like, people were more put off. I mean, a lot of people laughed, obviously, but just I could feel a lot of you know and hear a lot of groans, like ah, oh, oh, that's and I don't you think it's involuntary? But it was for some reason, something about that room in Gotham. I was like really comfortable from the start, and I was like, you know, by the by the third or fourth one, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I said it again, okay, (laughs) yeah, there's more poop. That's who I am. All right, you're gonna have to learn to face it that I, you know, because it it really, I was comfortable enough to own own my uh, scatological behavior. I I was a, I owned my poop.
1: Oh, okay. As a Virgo, you as own a, your poop. as a Virgo.
0: <laughs> I I take a lot of dumps. As a Virgo, I just I I I just have to. I have to fill the toilet with chili about six times a day.
1: There's some guy listening to this now, like, "Oh my god, I just started dating a Virgo. I got to get rid of her. She poops a lot."
0: <laughs> As a Virgo, <laughs> she might be a perfectionist too, so,
1: <laughs> so she'll make pretty poops. Yeah, like, they'll all be like, the same yeah. size, shape, and color. Yeah,
0: like you, they all come out with. with
1: I make you know. rabbit pellets.
0: Yeah, they they really are. They're uh, I don't, I mean. I, I skim through them. Uh, well, I don't know why I'm commenting. I've only seen them like once or twice, but.
1: I think I've seen your poop more than you've seen mine. And that's bad on both of our parts. Like, <laughs> no, neither I, of us should have you, ever seen each other's poop. Your phone fucking.
0: Yeah, there's an alarm set on your phone. And uh, I was trying to poop before the show. And.
1: This is in New York City in a hotel room, which. Yeah, which was nice crammed. That I
0: hated that place. Yeah, We've
1: never had a share of bathroom since we've lived together which that's one of my requirements like I've lived with multiple guys and I will not share a bathroom right but um
0: yeah, yeah. I have when my pooping toilet you have your pooping toilet we have e- you know yeah. we have our understanding as, but when as we stay, a Leo
1: <laughs> I don't like to poop around you <laughs> um so but when we travel in a hotel rooms, so yeah we have to share a pooping toilet which is not okay
0: no I, and I'm not okay with, with it because I hate I, I especially when I don't have no fucking fan like, uh, I mean, I'm trying to, like, turn water on, and I turned on, uh, uh, TV, I turned on, like, poop-related, uh, sitcoms. <laughs> it was like a King of the Hill episode where he was constipated, and then Family Guy where he using Cleveland's toilet. Like, I, You uh, are a
1: great programming director. I just had it,
0: I needed something to muffle it, because, and plus, I hate circle toilets. It was so round, and I can't can't fit my butt on that one.
1: I couldn't fit my butt on it. My butt is five times the size of yours. My butt wouldn't fit on there at all.
0: No, my mine's... You don't have a butt. Mine. Oh, well, no. it. It's flat. Y-
1: you don't own a butt.
0: I know. You're I got Hill. a hole at the bottom of my back. All right, fine. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. It's, so, uh, anyways, the alarm,
1: the alarm went off of my phone while you were pooping. It interrupted your poop, and now it's my it fault. It startled
0: me. I hate being startled, so... Got a lot of whiny complaints today, but uh, yeah, so I was like, I just I'm like, oh, I have her phone. <laughs> She's gonna get a new picture. And I hate I you. took a picture of my poo. It wasn't a bad one, really. Not nearly one of the ones I. I mean, I have some saved in my archives for whenever for what? you're bad.
1: For oh. for
0: when you're just an ass. You and you, you're gonna deserve. A, a, a poop shot. So you're just gonna need to look at it. I, whatever I got to do to back you up, sometimes I got to do. I got to be a skunk. I hate you. I know, I know. But as as a Virgo, <laughs> I've I've lost I've lost uh, um, uh, tolerated ones today. What? Ah, uh, my grandfather died. I don't. I just was trying to say, like, I didn't want to say loved ones I didn't tolerated. Need, I, even, I, I got I couldn't it even now. Even moving down to liked ones, I was like, ah, good god, known <laughs> ones? What the fuck? I, I mean, I've lost
1: tolerated ones. Okay, I get it now. Who was
0: shitty to my dad? But, uh, uh, I, uh, yeah. All
1: right. So, so as a
0: Virgo, I've had that happen. Today.
1: So you're going to be in Lexington, uh, August 28th through the 31st. Let's hope for no round toilet seats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great, honey. You're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
1: See, you even it like you called me out on that right now, and in a room of just you and I and a bass hound and a puggle, I'm like, oh fuck, what do I say back? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it. They're
0: waiting. They're sleeping and waiting. <laughs>
1: And then after that, you'll be in Ontario, California, Charlotte, North Carolina, and Houston, Texas. All tour dates and tickets are on johncaparulo.com.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Come see it. Watch Caplets. It's it's the whole thing, but it's a sample of greater things to come. Yeah. The next uh, one
1: should be coming out this week on Hulu, and then next week. I, I... Put it on YouTube the last week of the month, and then I promote it that last day of the month. So if you don't have Hulu, don't fret. It'll be on johncaparullo.com to watch for free the last day of the month of every month. A new one.
0: Uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. R.I.P. Tony Caparulo. And by P, I mean Pit of Despair.
1: Rest in Piss.
0: Ripod. Ripod. Dick. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> oh, love you.
1: All right then. <laughs>